Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Crate 808. And our 808. Oh, he hasn't got his yo-yo with him. Ray Ridge. Oh, he has. Ray Ridge over there. For the people who are on the YouTube, which really doesn't post. We don't post many YouTubes anymore. So that prop is kind of lost. (laughs) Apart from us and the people in the live stream. Uh, The 808 Chamber, our live stream for our patrons. Ray Ridge is here. Our Boom Bap Crusader. Uh, In the chat at the moment, we've got Ninjas Rose. We've got Jack P. And we are talking today about two goat contenders, monumental artists, legends, whatever you want to call them. We're doing some reviews today. And uh, we've had a bit of a blessed summer because on one hand, Nas has dropped his last two collaborative projects with Hitboy, Magic 2 and Magic 3, within weeks of each other. So uh, obviously he just wants to get this done now. He's Even he's fed up with it. He's like, he's just, come on, right, come on, let's hurry this up. Uh, and uh, DJ Muggs dropped his next Soul Assassins project, Soul Assassins 3 Death Valley. Um, very pertinent title as we will go into. But we are going to talk about those two today. Ray is over there. Ray, I may as well start where we always start, my man. Least hip-hop thing in the last 24 hours. What are you bringing to the table? Uh, least hip-hop thing in the last 24 hours is actually, is actually enjoying my job. It's enjoying my job now. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. That's not that's not real, is it? That's that's not allowed on this. So you're enjoying your job. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Like last time I was on, I was like, fucking having a job. Wear these clothes. Turn up to this workplace at this time and do this shit and then fuck off and then come and do it again tomorrow today uh it's that it's yeah do this job turn up to this place it's it's amazing like actually enjoying it it just fucking changes everything doesn't it good stuff live live it long enough maybe you start enjoying it do you know what i mean bit like nars well i'll probably go probably gonna quit eventually anyway but um (laughs) <laughs> still good to quit but yeah fair enough fair enough come on come on coffee, got coffee up as well. on the go good lad uh my least hip-hop thing then um my least hip-hop thing in the last 24 hours is i uh, made so well i suppose people call them different things we call them ruddy or rotleys i think people out there may call them chapatis uh and other because they are chapatis because they are chapatis apparently so there you Chipa- go chapatis Chipa- Chipa- is the correct <laughs> Well, I made a few Correct of those. Name. Made a few of those. They did not go to plan. They were not round as such. They were more the shape of Canada, I would say. Uh, but yeah, so I I did those, and I can't imagine any rapper, especially Nas. Nas is flexing on these few albums here. He's not there over a stove cooking, is he anymore? He likes eating. He definitely has some, you know, some. Uh, what does it say? Something on the oyster oyster sauce on the chef's apron on one of these tracks. It's like, yeah. So I know, I know he likes eating. Don't think he's going to be making it, does he? So that's my least hip hop thing. That's my least hip hop thing as well. What a way to start. Uh, let's do this then. I think we've got to do Nas two, uh, Magic two from Nas because that literally came out this summer, and I was ready to do that. And then just obviously, it was his fiftieth last week as time of recording. And he dropped Magic 3. So we're going to try to give... It's only been... I've already had it for about four or five days. So I've not been, like, properly ingrained. But we should talk about both, if you want to now, Ray. Let's go. 
I'ma say what it is, I'm the one taking the risk. Taking the risk. Y'all creating the hate, but I be creating with hit. Ain't no way we can miss. Ain't no way we can miss. Ain't no way we can miss. Can't put a grade on my shit. There should be a shame in y'all list. I put some pain into this. I put my veins, blood, bone, soul, I put my brain into this. Y'all moving brainless. Anything to be famous. I'm a magician. You should listen, it's never the same tricks. 2020, when we did the first one, five hour run, not a curse one, it's a blessed one. By the time y'all hear this, we be halfway through the next one bless up magic two let's go there then to begin with and not as generally i suppose right how are you feeling how i think last time we talked on nas was kd3 you weren't feeling that as much but you liked magic if i recall so where how are you feeling now that two and three are out and his hit boy things come to an end yeah what <laughs> wait you just dropping a massive his hit boy things come to an end yeah this is their last collaborative that's it done as I have been, to, as as he's, he has said that, yeah. So like, what? And they're just never going to collaborate ever again. That's I, it. We're well, done, done now. I think he said he's done six projects with him. Uh, that was always the plan. Now he's going to move. And now on. they're just not. Well, now they're, they're just not, not friends anymore. That's I mean, it. They are done. friends. I just don't think they're going to do any. Well, think about it. There's not many producer. How many, Cheers for the beats. Nice one. Bye. <laughs> how many producer rhymers do six albums? You know, maybe you could argue Run the Jewels, but other than really Run the Jewels, I don't know many who are like separate artists and they come together and do this much work. So I think it's, and also, if I'm being completely honest, after number three's come out, I'm here for it. I'm actually here for take a break, come back somewhere down the line, do a new concept, but I reckon I've got a real good amount of what my, uh, you know, Hit Boy and Nas have been bringing since, God, it's been five years they've been working together. Yeah, it's a long time. Uh, in today's world, anyway, five years feels like a lifetime. Right? But um, so, yeah, so now I've told you that news, how do you feel about that? And two, how do you feel generally after hearing well, these last two albums? So I'm not accepting that. I'm going to treat it like the um, the Rocky, Rambo and Die Hard <laughs> trilogies that turned into just never ending could well be then they're never who knows how many more i hope there's going to be imagine imagine a, a rambo diehard crossover oh, i mean it can't ever be that why do that what like in what universe which universe but it could be done with ai now isn't it it's just i mean people have to sign don't over tell, likenesses don't and tell Nas that mate he has a go at ai on this album on number three he really doesn't like ai so we'll talk about that in a bit but yeah don't mention ai in front of Nas. that's a yeah but the thing is i think why it won't work musically is because what is valuable about music is the authenticity and without no disrespect to any to acting as a career but the mm. whole thing is you're not being yourself you're acting right mm -hmm. yeah so it is just i don't know a version of robert de niro playing a character mm -hmm. yeah there's mm -hmm. a there's is there a new scorsese movie coming out yeah life's man. good at the moment isn't Mate, it this year, it, is right, anyway. this year you've got fincher scorsese um michael mann it's like living back in the 90s again. So hold, I know I think I live in the 90s anyway because I have a podcast pretty much emanating that. But genuinely, I was like, holy shit, like how many amazing art, like directors are dropping something this year? Uh, so yeah, that's fair enough. 
Yo, 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 just breaking up this episode to tell you all about the Crate 808 Patreon, a place where you can help support the show so we can make you more dope rap chat and to go out there and get some bonus episodes under your belt and also get involved with the live chats with the Crate 808 crew and guests. Go to crate808.com or go to patreon.com slash crate808. Sign up for as little as buying us lunch every month. You can get two bonus episodes, including hidden gem album reviews from the golden era of the 90s. And also you get our series focusing on MF Doom and Jay Dilla and also the Wu-Tang Chronicles. Once a month, we drop an album review of every single Wu-Tang member. We're going to go through every solo album and then review it for you guys. And right now it's Ghostface. Go in there, get them Ghostface Killer Editions in your catalogue. So get involved, help us grow this show. And yes, big yourselves up. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Boom. So two things. But yeah, One, but the, the, the to- Die Hard and Rambo thing you were saying. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're focusing on that. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> no, uh, I don't know what universe we're in. John McClane and John Rambo. So I'm not sure how their agencies would cross over. They don't work together, do they? Because no, he's... Don't. John McClane is I kind mean, of a... Really like a state to. police. And, you know... Man's been I in guess Russia Rambo's blowing kind, he was, was, Man was in Russia. Rambo was used by the... C- was he was used by the CIA? Was it was it oh, the CIA? Or was it yeah, just... The US. Was it just the army? I can't... General, generally G- yeah. US. He would have leveled up to CIA, you know, mm. stuff now. Mm. But he'd have to be... He'd have to be doing something... In the country, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe John Rambo's gone rogue. Well, I think we've always he's gone rogue in New York, and this is scuppered. No, this is happen. already scuppered, Ray. Already scuppered because right, okay. Bruce Willis can never be in Die Hard again. So unless you've got AI Bruce, no, Willis. that's why it have to be. It have to be. It have to be AI yeah, Bruce. Yeah, yeah. AI. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, then going back to Nas and Hit Boy. Uh, you were saying, right, no, that, so what we're no, saying listen, yeah, yeah. listen, wait, wait. You know, you were saying, oh, it's only yeah, a matter of listen. time and it's going to come back. I'm treating it like Rambo in these legacy franchises. How yeah. many L's do each of them have to take before they return to this? Like, if Nas now drops two more albums with a different producer and they're not great, can, how many is he having of them until he then gets it, boy, on the phone? Or vice versa. No, or vice versa. I don't even, I think, you know, Nas could, you know, do the primo album. Oh, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> early one. Which is yeah. look, anyone on Primo is kind of what, what what I want. But um, I think even if he takes a couple of W's, W's, Dubs, what are we calling dubs. them? Call them Dubs, I, mate. Dubs, call them Dubs, call Dubs. I just Dubs is like so. I've been I'm teaching at the academy now. I'm surrounded by like twenty year olds, right? And it's just it's it's it's, it's difficult. It's difficult because like you're speaking a different language. Mm. Anyway, so. Look, I'll take more of it. Given going on what Magic Two and Magic Three is, and Magic Three particularly is, it is quite a climax in that it it Hit Boys beats mm. are an adventure. They they they're not just a fucking four bar loop. You know, they they develop, they 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 build up, they cut out. There's there's elements where there's is it going to be a beat with no drums? And I've got moments of like, oh god, this is what the world is now. And then he fucking drops the beat exactly where it should be, and it, your '90s hip hop heads are rewarded as they should be. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, Magic Free has a lot of that. Uh, I, I've been I've been really feeling this album, and also it's just both of these albums are just Nas being Nas. It's just him being him. Telling stories about the the streets, stories about, but it's authentic as well. It's not just look, I made it now, but mm. it's he's it's, he's 
reflecting on those times and telling stories from those times and telling stories about his experiences in the music industry and and his experiences on the street yeah it, it's it's strange to think about nas being 50 he's 50 yeah. now but yeah. Then you listen to the album. It's not you're not hearing a guy with a fucking zimmer phrase. Not zimmer phrase. Fifty, not not eighty, but you know you're not hearing his his age. You're hearing his experience. But I don't think of fifty as a old man now. And maybe that's somewhat because you know I'm forty two and I'm like I wanted to be. <laughs> I wanted to be that. Maybe considered yeah. younger. I wanted for longer. to be that. Is that okay? Well, Ray, that ties in really nicely to my little intro to this as well, right? Because I was just looking, just kind of spanning it backwards as well, like just just kind of. Stepping back at the whole big picture before I dip into the albums themselves. So first of all, I was like, this has been written about quite a lot. So people who are into hip hop will probably know this kind of is a thing now after all these KD, King's Z series and the Magic series that, but let's just drink in that Nas is now in his fifth consecutive summer of bringing us proper hip hop moments, not an EP like 2019 was Lost Tapes 2. That was the last kind of like, oh, okay, it's an off-cuts thing maybe before that was Nazir, which we don't want to talk about. But from 2020 onwards, he has definitely dropped his moments. And I just think these moments, drink that shit in because I don't think it's going to happen again. I genuinely don't think it's going to, not for Nas anyway. I think I'm, I'd be surprised if he keeps this run going because it's just a bit, pretty mental to see how good these projects are i think people know who listens to this i'm not a massive fan of kings of these one but from two onwards i've been in so i was looking at nas and the goat debate ray and there he's always he's kind of as since we've been in hip-hop he's kind of always been perennially in the conversation he's always been in even with his like dalliances outside of hip-hop and even on magic 3 he says i left a few times i just didn't bother telling yeah you. just yeah. Just didn't tell you. I just didn't tell you. And I was like, that's interesting because he seems like an ever present in people's minds, especially around yeah. the turn of the century and including obviously or maybe before that. Um, so I was looking at Nas and the narratives around Nas. He's been around for so long. There's stories, right? And that's how we tell these stories about Nas. And I kind of love the two narratives he's completely broken in the last few years, which are, Nas can't pick beats. That is now, there'll be a time in 10 years when people are like, hold on, people you say Nas couldn't pick beats. And we were like, yeah, for 20 years, for like 10, 15 years, we were going around saying Nas can't pick beats. So he's broken that. This is a big thing, man. That That's a hard thing to do. And he's wrote, rewrote. Well, if, you, if, you buy, if you buy into the narrative, but yeah. Obviously, okay. yeah. But I'm talking about overreaching. There's always arguments. That's what I love about it is even though there's been people saying he can't pick beats, there have been people in the same pub saying he can pick beats, you know, and I've been on either side of those uh, conversations. But the other narrative, the other overarching theme, and it's not just Nas, but mate, me and you grew up with this. When you were an old hip hop star, so when we were getting older, Rakim was you know, probably still mid-20s, early 30s. Uh, he was older, but we ad adored Rakim, right? But they were old rappers who were coming around in the noughties and the 90s, and it was never seen as an old man. It was always seen as a young person's game. And I think he has just, that age-old narrative is now, in rap circles, have something to argue that old rappers can bring it. And I hate saying the word old, but it feels like hip-hop's always had this fascination with being young. So 
I love where we are now that it's evolved. Like you can talk about your drumless rap, you can talk about your underground, your art rap, your, uh, what is it? Laura Bibbs rap, all that stuff. But now in rap, you can talk about, so what if he's fucking 50? He's fucking bringing it. He's, if anything, he's, it's amazing and fun and beautiful to hear someone who's still trying, right? Like he's trying new flows. He's trying new things. And I love that. I love that about Nas. Yeah. Yeah. There is some fucking incredible rhymes on Magic Free. Yeah, I think Magic Two's got better rhyming personally. But yeah, there's 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 some bits on Magic Free where he's so he's peak Nas. There's there's no one else that does that his style because it's I not say like it's peak, when you mean peak, do you mean apex? I don't think it's near apex. Like if I had it was written Nas, I am Nas compared to this Nas. If they were in a heavyweight title of some AI fought like MC battle and DJ premieres in the middle, no, like, look, look, there's only Ill one winner. Ill 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 Max, one Ill Mac is an undisputed greatest album, greatest hip hop album of all time. But when you said peak, Undis- I, I wondered if you meant apex. That's why. I just, see now you're just nitpicking over the definitions of words. I just want I'm to just say this: yeah. it's a great, it's a good version. It's a great version of Nas. I'm happy. No, I I'm agree. happy. I'm satisfied. I agree. I agree. He's, he's, he's rewarded our. Loyalty. Yes, I agree. So hold on then, right? So I had um This is this is this is Apex Cam. That's what this it is, is Apex Cam, it is, yeah. it is. But yeah. just just before we dip it, because I know you want to dip into the album and stuff. Um, but there are oh, there this is so weird because obviously it's only been out five days, hasn't it? This this last album. But I had a, a brilliant uh, way of putting what I thought was what rap what he's done in Magic 2 and Magic 3. And I just had here Nas does nostalgia excellently. Like he does nostalgia brilliantly. The skill, right, to articulate yeah. your memories from such a long time ago as well. Like when he's been smoking shitloads of weed throughout his whole life. In rhyme, so to articulate them anyway is hard. You may misremember things, you may not be able to find the right language to really hit home. But then to rhyme it, he is a master at that. And I've now realized like these are very retrospective pieces of work although magic 2 is on more contemporary beats definitely it's a very trappy album i would say number 3 definitely is taking you back it's not like no 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 we ain't do there's maybe one moment where there's a bit of trap but other than that it's boom bap all day and um the one thing i was going to ask you kid is especially when nas's next step comes into place um with these albums he seems to have found a balance of nostalgia and retrospectiveness right entertaining us vets out there over contemporary sounds. So maybe the youngsters are getting into it. I don't know what the sales are, whatever. Um, but, but then young people might be nostalgic for a time they've not been in before. So Nas is also bringing them that. I hear about a lot of the young people I know in my life work, and it's a very limited sample size. They are nostalgic for a time they've not been in. Maybe Nas is bringing that to them as well. Um, I don't know what, how much more retrospective can he really go? Like, is it, are you good with this, Ray? Do you want, are you, Good to hear him talk about every single aspect of his life uh, in the past, or I don't know. Where are you with the retrospectiveness, or are you okay with that? Is that what you want from Nas? That's exactly it. That's what Nas is to me. I mean, so I I think uh, every album that he does, he's got to bring some kind of concept track, which he does on this, Mm -hmm. which is it's not so much. um, They're based on true events stories, isn't it? So. Mm -hmm. There's, I mean, maybe not really concept as such. You know, we're not talking about 
it's like a McGurn. It's like a McGurn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, there's no more. I, I think part of what would be a good, a good, you know how he talks about how he regrets saying, oh, I wish I didn't say, uh, it's like, I'm a, it's like guys, it's like, yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah. like, a McGurn. Up, yeah. it's like a McGurn. I yeah. wish he'd just like ironically explain his next concept tune at the start. <laughs> Guys, it's like I'm a coffee cup. It's, <laughs> it's like I'm a coffee cup. The flow's just spilling out. Can't, okay, can't right, got it. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm here for it as well. But, but then, um, this is what I mean about him. That that is Nas, isn't it? Nas has always had that introspect. When he fucking dropped, it was about what had come before him. That's why they loved him so much. From what I remember, is oh, this gangster rap from the West Coast is newer, and the Southern rap that's kind of bubbling is newer. But Nas was always about what New York was in the 80s. That's why he was compared to Rakim. So I suppose he's always had that in his kind of makeup. Um, but I think, I suppose at this point now, though, when he's 50, even though he sounds lively and vibrant, and there are a few where he's not sounding as lively or vibrant, like I think Magic 2 is more honed and focused on as an overall project, whereas on 3... It's a bit more looser Nas. Like, I don't feel like he's really gone in on the writing. And it's almost at points where I'm like, is this just an offcut from Magic 2? Or is it genuinely something they thought about Magic 3? Because I loved Magic 2. Um, but I loved KD3 as well. Um, but I was thinking, is this hip-hop, like, it doesn't need to be high stakes. It's quite low stakes, like, for him. But that's fine, right? Like, I don't really need Nas going into Nasir territory anymore. Like I don't need him experimenting anymore. And aside from Primo, which we always talk about, what more do you really want from Nas? Like, do do we not just want to hear this again and again? Where he's positioning himself now, I mean, in Magic Free, he talks about being 50, mm. half century, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of references to it. And um I think he's comfortable. He's been it's comfortable being the wise man in hip hop. I mean, I think even from Illmatic, he was, you know, wise beyond his days. Absolutely. You know, just talking yes. about the the way he was talking about the streets. And that's the juxtaposition of, you know, knowing how young he was at the time and you know, like con conveying all that knowledge so um eloquently over those beats mm. is is part of the fascination from 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 day one. But now he like he is 50 and he is a white. I mean, he's just dropping, he drops like wisdom all over this. I, I was this one bit, I've just, I don't know how, how wise it is now, but I, one of the lines in Jodeci, member, keep 20s on you, not hundreds, you'll spend less. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. That, that, is, really, that's, that is really clever, isn't that's it? That is like life advice. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. And very pretty. Keep 20s on you, at hundreds. Yeah. But what about the cashless society, Nars? What about cashless society? But then we're not going to strip clubs where they take 20s. So yeah, fair, fair play. Although is Nas doing that? I don't know, because if you actually look at what, I don't know what life Nas is living in a weird way, because if I'd take you back to Magic 2, I had a few points there. I want to talk about a few tracks here. But there's one bar on Magic 2 that is just like, what? My scrotum is golden. When he said, I just can't see, there's, there's going to be two scrotum bars <laughs> in these reviews of Muggs and Nas. Uh, and the one scrotum bar is my scrotum is golden. I was like, that do you know what that 
it could sound corny, but I'll tell you one thing, and if Rock Marciano said them lines, people were like, oh my God, what a bar, what a bar. So I know people say, oh, it's corny, but I was like, no, it's fine. Because Rock Marciano has a habit of being able to drop a corny bar and making it fine. And uh, my scrotum is golden. It's definitely a Rock Marciano bar. But but Nas brings it as well. So there, I had to bring that one up. Um, before we go into three then, kid, I don't know if you had any selection of two, because I thought I just want to run through. Yeah, two. yeah, yeah. I, I reckon, yeah. Let's, should we just got? hit the chat? Because there's been Oh, yeah, been absolutely. Let's, let's see. Then you can recollect your thoughts on two before we go in. Oh, sorry, guys. I have absolutely ignored you. Uh, Ninjas Rose, I'm pretty sure Nas said he's working with someone else. I think it's the right time to call it. I agree. It, it, uh, liked it more than, I've liked it more than not, but I'm sure they'll come back in a couple of years with a third trilogy. Yeah, yes. I can see. In, yeah. in, This in. is This I'm is in. the... Um, uh, hip hop videos of the nineties where it's to be continued and half of them weren't. This yeah. is one of them. This is one of them. Jack P, whilst none of the Hit Boy records are top five Nas records, yeah, fair enough. Although Magic, I don't know, I loved Magic. Uh for me, I would think five years' time there will be a serious discussion about this run and where Nas was before then. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if Ninjas Rose, if he hadn't already, then I think his third decade run has solidified him as the best to ever do it. Big, big. What other rapper from the 90s has been remotely close to doing something like this? What a G. I love the energy. I love the energy. Um, and he, he says also, I'm not on for long. He's like, this is 4.20 a.m. for him. Bless you, mate. Bless you. <laughs> so I have questions for everyone involved. How many of the last six Nas Hit Boy albums are in the top 10 of Nas's discography? I can think two off the bat. KD3 and Magic, I would say, are top 10. Easy for me, actually. Quite easy. Um, Magic, my, my sixth favourite record, says Jack P. Free Music Empire. As an MC, Nas, master power is transportation. Uh, detailing a story... Yeah, it is transportation, is master power. Detailing a story enough to put you in the scene so it makes sense that nostalgia is his chamber. Uh, and perfect. Dude has been nostalgic since his first album. This is why we love you, Dan. That's exactly, yeah. that's exactly it. That's yeah. it, yeah. Um, Jack P, the only problem I found with these Hit Boy records, and Ray has pointed out, is that uh, in the past, if I want to listen to some Nas, I won't reach for any of yeah. these first. All very good points. All really, really good points. Uh, and do you know what? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of with you at the moment, but time is a funny thing, isn't it? Time is a funny thing. Let's see where we go. So Magic 2 then, Ray, any any pointers you had in Magic 2 that you want to jump into before 3? Yeah, there's some, I, I mean, there's some, peak Nas here is so Bakim Woodbine yeah. I know some goofies that want to scout me ouch wipe out my accounts leave me knee and mouth to mouth but that just aroused my style then I party like I'm Tony in the South Beach house bars hitting like I'm still living couch to couch motivation for the trappers living ounce to ounce this is rock star status Neil Young with a bounce I know that make you uncomfortable and make you say ouch snub nose like the Columbo's and Bananos rum in the cup holder hitting bumps to spill on the sandals and car panels I drew attention with artistic vision make an incision like Alonzo did to Joshua and Jason's lyric I think I caught the Holy Spirit I put my soul in lyrics closed casket and we know who did it ESEO I'm in Mm. Telling stories about old times, it's like I'm feeling that track. Um, Mate, it's, it's, this, let's um, just take a second. It's named Bakeem Woodbine, who is a 90s legend. Please go watch Dead Presidents. If you don't watch anything else of Bakeem Woodbine, go watch Dead Presidents and watch him in that. Medical advice, Cleon, you dump that shit. Hey, Doc, shut the fuck up. You don't know shit. Fuck you, man. It stinks like a sack full of assholes. Ain't a one of us got as much as a splinter in his finger since I cut this head off. This head is our good luck charm. 
Now, this here's our good luck charm. Just fucking fly. He's a peacock. Let's go. <laughs> Sorry. Go on, yeah, man. and it's just it's just one. Um, it's just he says it's not like it's the hook in the in the track. He just says it says the name once in there. Yeah, and I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's. I, mean, I think what's it? I don't know. I'm trying to think what's a way of saying it is. So obviously, 21 Savage, the track on Magic uh, Magic Two that has the most listens on Spotify, 31 million, is the One Might One Gun, which is a cool track with 21 Savage. But I don't. 21 Savage. I'm not his audience, right? But that's why it's 31 million views, mate. It streams because it's 21. Yeah, Savage, yeah, right? and th- that's what I mean about it's what's interesting about. You know, the rest of the album has the average of a million, a million listens. Mm. And so is is that just, is that us, us heads? Is that, yeah. are we that million? Yeah. That's what we're that million. Mm. And so the other 20 million, they're just listening to 21, well, 21 no, Savage. How much is the difference? 1 million to 21 million? No, 31, sorry, sorry, 31 million, 31 million. million. So, right. Yeah. So, so there's this another is the 31. Youth. This is the younger audience, I'm guessing. But if they yeah. filtered so, and say there's only 800,000 of his heads on them other tracks, that's still a lot of young people listening to Nas, I suppose, right? Like they must have filtered through. Not every single one of them is not going to, you know, a large majority aren't, but 1% or whatever. Well, I mean, the thing is, it, this represents people, the um, p- compiled playlist ma- yeah, ma- uh, majority, isn't it? It's just people like, oh, mm. let, I'm, I'm, that's old oh, 21 Savages on what? It's Nas, some old guy. Yeah, we'll put him on this on this yeah. playlist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's this whole, yeah. and that's the other thing. So I'm, I'm on the training course this week and there's with the, a lot of part of it was talking about how we, how are we going to involve Gen Z? Cause they only have eight, eight second attention spans, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so that's something that's going to be more of a, more of a problem as, as we carry on through life. Mm-hmm. But, uh, one also interesting fact of that is that they are the most populous generation. There's, there's more Gen Z than there are of in the world. Than there are of anyone, and I know it's different in different countries because you know some mm. countries have just uh, vanishingly small populations as a result of one-child policy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Let's not talk about that. Let's get back to the music. But, um, <laughs> I was going to say, where are we going? Yeah, yeah. But um, it, it's just weird to think that we're not the majority. No, there's we're more just of like them. Some fucking, we're going to die. We're some soon, fucking mate. niche. We're going to all die. <laughs> we're going to all die. They're going to yeah. be left here, and they're all going to talk about Twenty-One Savage in this track. But this is what I mean. But look, the Twenty-One Savage thing. I like the idea of the concept, one mic, obviously, and then one gun, because he's, you know, fair, you're hearkening back, trying to look forward, fair. Um, And I know there was a supposed beef between the two, and this was them bringing it to the forefront and saying there is no beef, you were all talking shit, and uh, I can't remember how that started, but it feels like there was some, like, um, strays being caught kind of thing. Um, But I just don't know if the concept, it's not... It's not the track I'm going back to. 31 million other people might do. But of all of Magic 2, that's probably near the bottom of my list, I'll be honest. It's not a track I'm going to go back to that much. Uh, A track I do go back to, there are a few on here, man. Motion. I love the rhyming couplets on that. Yeah. Best friends chill by the pool, lay belly dancing, lamping, throwback sweatsuits from Grambling. Maybach trucks breaking bad like Brian Cranston. Black and white night dunks, them clean pandas. Duck the ashes in the ocean, get the shark tie. All black yacht, we made it from the hard times. And in the era, Riviera's is my backdrop. Hacienda interchangeable, mad spots, rolling dice. Shirts like Miami Vice, the women they wear the sit there seduced with embroidered ice. The flesh of vessel, I'm not obsessed with death. I manifest what's best, I'm ghetto tested. I'm having motion like an 18-wheeler out on a turnpike My worst night, a motion picture, Fox searchlight Three-wheel motion, West Coast shit, nigga Overdoses, Imperial pistols, ferocious, explosive And I just Yeah, wish. motion, yeah I just and just went, the way it's a, it's a fucking head nod it's Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. The, the, Both these albums are Both these albums 
if you haven't mm. guessed 40 minutes into this, that we're, we're the demo, we're the demo for this. We are the boom bap, but, but, but not meat and potatoes purely. Cause like you, like you said at the top, his stuff is a journey. He mixes it up. He speed switches. He, he does take you on more of a sonic journey. Um, so motion is right up there for me. Uh, and I just kept thinking, I wish we had pack pun, big L like biggie still with us rhyming like this with a nod to the past, but also an acceptance where you are in life now. Like, when he says on motion, the flesh of vessel, I'm not obsessed with death. Death, I manifest what's best. I'm ghetto tested, bless. I couldn't help but think, not Pac never got to the age where he could say those words or wax to us. And it filled my heart to think that Nas has. Nas could have been caught. Like, it's a not a miracle he's here. I'm not going to put it out for strange. But like, He's been through a lot of shit, including a lot of beefs, and he's here, and he's saying, I'm not obsessed with death anymore. There was a moment when Nas was taking from Pac's book and was talking about death a lot. And that, and then he says, I manifest what's best. I'm ghetto tested, blessed. I love that line. It's really stuck out mm. to me. Um, one other one, and it's a fucking great office hours. Office hours, bro, Right. Fredo, this is uh, this is a great track, but Fredo, oh, right? fifty cent, yeah, yeah, and fifty's awful. I'm not, I'm sorry, but if you want a comparison to how good Nas is at his age, listen to fifty. <laughs> on that track. Listen to fifty. I, I love you, mate, and I, I, I love the joy that you can bring to like your art, but it just kind of meanders by the end of it. It's really weird. Um, I think I think of fifty as a well a shit actor, but still an, an actor now. <laughs> yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah, and because uh, you've been have you been watching Power? I haven't. And the whole but I've Power heard a series? lot of things. I've heard a lot of things about it. Do uh, you know? Like I'm imagining the tangent. Let's, let's not go down that fifty cent acting tangent because no, because Lars's not, acting tangent is probably going to be worse. So let's not. Let's not. Yeah, but I mean they're both, but they're both Africa. pretty fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, imagine them in a film together. Um, but on that song, Office Hours, Fredo from Godfather caught a nasty spray an abs- a, a naughty spray from nowhere I was like what's he doing like bless him hip hop's bad Esco they know over 808 some fade over samples I go yeah yo crack music like the yay song plugged in jumper cables track bumping like prenatal 70s I play with Play-Doh all I see a bunch of Fredo's Godfather they on payroll they on go when I say so not to kill not a halo they gon' build plant tomatoes in the field now those ain't no white truck negotiator on the phone talking paper offers hours all day though I'm from the hood that started the year. Yeah. Go and check and do your research. I started the surge. That big necklace shit. After the 80s, after I came, I resurrected it. Chest is lit, freezing. I'm polar vortexing it. Now they quiz me. The man was weak, but he had a bit of art. Like, come on. And I just kept, when I was listening to it, I was thinking of John Cazell, who plays Fredo. And I love John Cazell. And I was like, you know what would have been perfect here is that, um, I don't know if you've ever seen the deer hunter scene. I don't know if you've watched Deer Hunter, but John Cazell, yeah. there's just a moment in it and he's just there, Fredo. Well, obviously that he's not called Fredo. And he's just looking at himself in the in the reflection of his car and like preening himself. And he's just, he's not said it. I don't know why the director's put this in. And it's like about 10 seconds, 20 seconds. And he just looks at himself and he goes, beautiful. And that's it. Beautiful. That's it. That's it. That's, that's all it is. And he walks away. And he's got nothing to do with the film. And I, I just thought every time I think of John Cazale, I think of him one in that little bouncy chair when he's talking to Michael. I'm the eldest son. And then I have that as well. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and he's like, I'm the eldest son. Uh, but yeah. And, and then other one, Abracadabra. Like Nas doing different flows 
on on to this day on his like what sixteenth album, sixteenth seventeenth album. Which other artists have got seventeen albums and they're still good? Do you know what I mean? So yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I'm right there with you. Um, so let's have a look what we got here. Oh, uh, pisses on the album cover. Fucking hell, that is that is setting the bar. For 50-year-olds. Which that, one do you say? Sorry, I was just playing a tune. Uh, Pistols on the album cover. Pistols on the album cover. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is fucking, he sounds regal on there, like a fucking royalty. But he always does sound it's, quite it's, regal, I suppose. But It's yeah. kind of upbeat as well. It's, and that's it's a cool tune in that it's got the, it's the tribute to, to he, and he brings that, and he has mentions in albums, he has tributes to, um, you know, rappers from the past as well, yeah, doesn't he? So. no, he does. He, he has a tribute to Magic Johnson, I suppose, doesn't he? Irving Magic Johnson, that's another one that he has. He does drop these kind of things, probably for the youth, for the one million that are out there, the, 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 the drip-off from the 21 Savage track. Guess what? There was a guy called Magic Johnson uh, around. But yeah, and do you know what, though? One thing I heard someone talk to me about Magic 2, and I suppose we can bridge this into Magic 3. Someone was saying, um, and I didn't really get it, but it's interesting people are out there saying this. He said to my mate, he said to me, um, yeah, but like Magic Johnson, that's quite generic by the number soul sampling. And I was like, yeah, well, yeah, I suppose it is, but it's good though. Like, is that a bad thing? Like, I don't know. Like, is that really bad though? Because it does feel a bit colour by numbers, almost like a first semester kind of soul sampling technique. But if it works, does it matter? And I just thought I'd open that to you because people in not have been saying about Magic 3 that the beats aren't as, you know, as pertinent as some of the, as, as, are hitting them, grabbing them. So I was wondering what you thought to that. Yeah, that Magic Johnson shit, the Irving Magic Johnson, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not feeling that one as much. Like mm. I say, on Magic 3, he's the... Um, Hit Boys production is more of a journey track to track. It kind of mm. it it develops. It's got it. It cuts out. It changes altogether. You know, mid track. Whereas I don't know that one's just a four bar loop, isn't it? So yeah, so I suppose I can see that. Yeah, fair enough. So Magic Three, then, mate. Magic Three. Going into Magic Three. Go on, then. Bring me some of your most rewindables or like just fight. Yeah, I'm, just, any go, I'm just going straight to it. Fucking hell! This is uh, absolutely. This I don't know something about this track. It's uh, um. So I love this feeling. I see you going where I've been. I know how you feel. Was at the same place you were now in. You shouting, announcing. You wanna win with similar minded men with great business acumen. We can make an acquisition till the topic turn from tight pockets to high profits to life insurance. At what age do we all cop it? Fuck who the hottest? Who really stand up? Who really messing with their dead man girl? That says everything about that man world. Energy transfer. Immortality. You against morality, don't come around me Homicidal vinyl section where they always found me Buy the motion picture soundtrack with Richard Roundtree on the album sleeve That's my era shit Musical excellence, hot like on a detective list It's simple shit that's keeping you from the shift You a simp, a trick, or in love with your own dick Distractions, they come in all ways I just keep it calm It's that, there's that, there's, there's that tune It's just fucking incredible So the, the intro, it, 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 so it's without drums and then it's not even an intro. It's just a, a good section of it is without drums. And then you're like, just when your heart sinks and you think, oh, he's gone that way. Boom. Hit boy hits you with the drums. That's the one I was saying about. Mm. And um, it, this, this tune, it's got, it's got the Ozark reference. It's that whole thing of like, so it's got, the, you know how Ozark had the episode where it was just all about so Illmatic. I had the Ozark written down here. Now, I've not watched Ozark. And the only reason I want to go in is because apparently there was an Illmatic episode and I need to, so I haven't watched it. So please don't spoil it. It's, it, it doesn't make fucking sense because um, like Killer Mike's in the episode and like, why is Killer Mike in the episode talking? And one of the main characters just goes out to say, so 
Illmatic is fucking wicked, isn't it? It's fucking wicked. Don't tell me anymore. Don't tell me anymore. That's... I mean, I'm, that's not what happens. Oh, right. it? But it basically is that. It's it's just a bit weird. And then they talk about how they thought, you know, Naz was feeling. Anyway, so that's wicked that it then references, like, then Ozark's references album, then he's referencing Ozark. And now mm. I need another Ozark, <laughs> another series of Ozark where they, rep- they reference him because they have to. Yeah. They've talked about him. They've already talked about his album. They already, <laughs> Naz already exists in the Ozark universe. And now they have to then talk about, it's weird, isn't it? That Naz just started mentioning about this show, Ozark. Because can they, can they then recognize the fact that they're, they're in really a show un- called Ozark? They can't, they can't, can they? They can't, they can't look through Fuck. that window. That I don't know. There's just levels of meta. Anyway, never but mind that. So the pop, other pop thing. Pop culture's constantly eating itself, in it? Pop culture just but eats the, itself. So it, the highlight of highlight of that tune mm. is before the Ozark reference. This is this, this line. Mm. It's your monthly subscription to the Slums edition on the new. It's the new. It was written. Mm. Get your hard copies of Blackology coming from the one who lived in a, a bowl for goldfish and never sold my soul. Just evolved shock rap. The that what you never been told shit. This the the way he flows yeah, that I yeah. I fucking butchered it. It's your monthly subscription to the Slums Edition. The new it was written. Get your hard copies of Blockology coming from the one who lived in a bowl for goldfish. I never sell my soul, just evolve shock rap. That what you never been told shit. Cold part, nomadic, all through that episode of Ozark. I think that's harder than if I had co-star. A ghetto symphony, I'm Chief Keith Cozart. Mixed with Mozart. It's ill when you get bags for your old art. Million dollar sync. But um, it's, it's one of those, that, that was that... It's a fucking rewind moment. Yeah. It's a moment Most I was on the train and I heard it. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, on the train, everyone's just sat in their own world looking at it. Thinking, <laughs> and I, at this moment of like, oh, shit. I, I want to yeah. stop. I want to pull it back. I want to react yeah, with all yeah, my mates yeah. going, oh, yeah. shit. Well, I was pull here. Back. You know, I was over the here. Fucking Westwood days when fucking he's playing tunes and, and everyone's reacting in the studio and it's like, fuck, stop it, stop it. Yeah. It, fucking bomb bomb drops explosion that was a fucking moment that's the yeah. second verse in i love this feeling is perfectly named because i love that feeling <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's it mate you've literally stolen all the words out of my mouth that is my most rewindable moment on the album i feel a joy that i it, it harkens back to me being young and then it's weird about pop culture eating itself i'm feeling this joy from the same bars you're talking about of this man spitting wisdom in his 50s, who's been in the GOAT debate since the fucking 90s, who's also feeling joy about what he's doing. I love this feeling. I love this feeling. It's like, what we both, we all love this feeling. It's great. Yeah. And I think that that is perfect old school sampling. Makes me think if Apollo Brown was given this assignment, he'd read this assignment perfectly. And I think it's a world away just remember Nas's journey, yeah? It's a world away from that Neptune's, Kanye, Stillmatic era. Like, I like Stillmatic, and we reviewed it for the Patreon, patreon.com slash create08. Go check it out over there. And we have reviewed it, but I was like, this is a world, like, this is going back, but in a, such a good way. And to just to hear someone, it's kind of weird, because this is what I mean about his rhyming being looser. Yes, this song is about, I love this feeling, Yes, there are other songs on here, but he veers off into other weird territories. And there was one where he says, who's really missing with their dad man's girl? It says everything about that uh, that man's world, right? 
and it just kept sticking. It's like, who is he talking about? Like, what? What's I got to do with him loving this feeling? And then uh, I, I did have a little search on. So, and people are saying he's talking about Faith Evans, and I think one of the hitmen are with Faith Evans. It's just hip hop gossip. It doesn't matter. But then I was like, why have you brought hip hop gossip into like this really amazing song? So this is what I mean about his writing being looser. I feel like he's sometimes just like I'm going to go out on this path because I've done five projects where I've been a bit more honed. And I want to go out with being a bit more creative. But that's the only thing I had to just add to everything else I agree with, with what Ray said. Absolutely. I make fever. Fever. Put your glasses up. Represent for me. Represent for me. Represent, represent, represent for me. Fly from infancy to half a century. Aha. Represent. Crying faces for the double agents. Watching my every move. Go tell them I can't sit still. I never do. Let them think of all the places I led them. But look at that do it. Still winning, never a better move Who they claim to be today, man, they can never choose We all got a set of tools we gotta use to push through Like I did in Esco, it's my nom de plume Party in a penthouse live, fill all the rooms With beautiful vibes, that's the way to calm the goons Champagne flutes, my cigars Mate, pop do not, right, do not tug at my heartstrings and play with me by putting a represent reference in there Represent, rep... Yeah, yeah. That does something to me, bro. Like, if I just hear that represent, represent, I feel like I'm back on my own, yearning to be in a crew of people just shouting represent, represent. And I, I just hear it again. It just put a big fat smile on my face. I was on my walk. Yeah. I heard that and I was like, yeah, I'm good, man. This is, this is. I know people can like say, oh, how much replay value got it. I don't care. Right now I'm replaying that. Right now I am. And maybe that's what music is yeah. now. Maybe that's what music is now. You replay it for a certain amount of time and then you don't really go back to it. But why should I deny myself the joy I feel at fever? Despite and just a little bugbear for anyone who wants to talk about Scorsese and Wolf of Wall Street with me, right? I love Wolf of Wall Street. It's a great film. My biggest bugbear about that film that I don't like is that improv bit with Matthew McConaughey going uh, nah, uh, nah, nah. it's shit I don't get it's not good it's not funny it doesn't act, it just makes the whole film lag a bit and fucking Nas starts doing it at the end of the song I was like I love this song and then the outro is nah, nah. I was like, oh no now you're reminding me of my worst bit in Scorsese cinema well one of the and I just yeah that that was my journey with that song Fever just had to bring that out there but yeah anybody who loves that uh, Matthew McConaughey bit fair play to you just not me so not yeah not not a bit that particularly stuck with me to be honest but I'm gonna have to it's because I've watched Wolf Wall Street about six seven times now and every time I forward okay, that yeah. bit I forward that bit now forward it mate every time uh, but yeah Fever for me Any, anything else Hidden Gems or well they're not really Hidden Gems but yeah most Rewindables oh geez. so based on True Events part two that's another one that's just ridiculous so the the, the beat so I'm I'm loving it's got these little ad-libs this, this female voice um, chapter one chapter two chapter two ends chapter three and then boom that it, it, that's when each verse kicks in mm. and it's Naz telling stories it's, it's you know that's what the people want and uh, like this I don't know what this what this story I don't know what the true events were so the first verse he's, he's seeing a chick in Madrid mm. and he's on a plane back so he he, he Obviously links up with the connect and picks up uh, a bag of, let's say, drugs, shall we? Mm. And then uh, it's, it's just not specified. Maybe it's cash, maybe it's drugs, maybe it's both. Mm. And uh, uh, 
then he arrives back and he's like, oh, my mate's not picking up the phone. And then, then he, and then it turns out the dude's from Spain that he got whatever from um, set him up. So it's this whole journey. And um, there, oh, there's a, just this bit in the second verse. It's like it, it has this whole um, just this particular like, you know, sometimes because he's kind of a bit all over the place with his flow mm. in a good way. I mean, mm. like what he like what he did in that previous verse that I already said about. And uh, with this one, it's this whole like when the so he was watching the game on the plane. Says so when the game is over, he dozed off. When he landed, his man wouldn't answer his phone calls. I look, it doesn't rhyme in my accent. It rhymes in his. Yeah. Uh, did he ta- <laughs> did he did he take it or did, did he take it or is he locked behind a stone wall? Did did the feds wait in undercover patrol cars trying to tell him? You know what? Me saying it, in my accent doesn't rhyme. But the way the, <laughs> that Naz rhymes it is just like trying to tell him not to panic, don't go far, but. What's the law of averages when you done broke laws? Is that the dude the math on this? He can't take take no loss. And then it, it, it's just this whole that, but the way that it it flows correctly is telling the story correctly. It's 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 moving the story forward. It's talking about his emotions. It's talking about real things that's happening. Then how he's feeling about it. Then hmm. um, what's he going to do next? And then um, what's his considerations for the all all of it is like. I don't know. There's there's a lot of Naz's rhymes sometimes feel kind of scattered, but this is like so specific it to mm. the story. And I don't know. And, and plus the beat is ridiculous as well. Like, I don't know. I, I, when you consider like doing a podcast episode on yet another release from Naz, a little part of you is like, fucking hell, all right, what's he going to come out with now? And I've just thought, I'm loving the whole fucking album. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, he's more honed on that song. But I think with that song, I have a, a bone to pick with it purely because it's part two of based uh, based on true events, right? So I'm guessing these are based on true events, like you said. I think number two, his technique is incredible. He can spin a fucking yarn, man. This guy can fucking rhyme. And it's amazing how he does it. But then I think about the actual story he was saying, and I was like, oh, but that that didn't intrigue. It didn't get like the story didn't right, the, it didn't do justice to his technique. Whereas on based on true events, the first one gets that marriage perfect. I thought because at that point, plus this whole album's a bit of a journey. Where I was like, okay, you know, when you first listen to it, I was like, right, what am I? And by the time I'd got to based on true events, I fully realised, okay, Magic Two was Nas on contemporary beats. Hit Boy is taking a bit more of a different uh, thing on there, different uh, direction. This album is fully grounded in the nineties golden era. This this point in the album, when if you're listening to it from the front, right? And I love the horns on bass on True Events. I love those horns. That is some fucking dope production on that as well. But there's some real fucking heart. Like, he's talking about this uh, um, photo, and he's like, do you know that photo? Do you know who this guy is? Like, who is that guy? Do you know? Because he looks like the guy who used to be my best mate's man, who's called Half Mill, who died by suicide. I did not see that coming. And I was like, oh, what? I thought it was going to be like a... A girl, man, like triangle, beef, drama, you know, old school Nas. Nah, this is Nas who's world weary. And he's talking like this, where it lulled me into that. And then he starts talking about that. And then he starts talking about Havoc's brother, who I didn't know who died fucking. That's a lot of stuff coming. I just didn't expect it. And I should have maybe expected it saying based on true events. But yeah, so I prefer number one to number two. Number two is still great because of the technique, but number one just seemed to hit me harder. I have another one here for you here, kid. And how nice is it 
You know, when we grew up and we were like, why is he done this? Why is he done that? We didn't have the info at our hands. We didn't have the internet to like really know what was going on. H hence our hip hop rumor roulette, you know, rumor roulette. They were unsubstantiated. <laughs> How nice is it when you hear never die and he's letting us in on his career decisions? Like, this is what I did. And I'm even not hating on New York. I'm not hating on New York. I love this New York and I, because I love the one where I'm from. And it's a really joyous mm. cut on the album that even there's a little ad lib in it. And it's how I felt when he knows he's feeling it so much. He's goes, ah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, someone's like, oh, I can't even believe how, you know, I love that energy. I love that energy that he brings. And then Lil Wayne, someone has said, Lil Wayne, do you know what? Give me that cough syrup for a second. Yeah. Just chill. Wait yourself up, have a coffee. And Lil Wayne has woken up, guys. Icons, stepping on pythons, spitting that cayenne, eat you like Zion, peeking at the skyline, reaching for the stars like I'm reaching for the pylon. I seen you on the sideline, you need to walk a fine line, you need to read the guidelines instead of reading the timelines, where everybody like line, nobody flow like mine. I'm sending these niggas, got me coaching niggas like Brown. Tongue, I never bite mine, got dough like Taekwondo. To spend all this money, I'ma have to spend a lifetime. Broke ain't even buy time, should throw niggas a lifeline. No money on my mind, and I be on your white mind. I hit her with the pipe bomb, then pass it down the pipeline. But actually, we quite fine. Diamonds on me sparkling and splashing like some white wine. They love me in the nighttime. They hate me when the light shines. Shots, I got a hundred. Just tell everyone in the hip hop community, Lil Wayne is now awake. So if you want a verse where he is like, holy fucking shit. Like that feature was, yes, it's not like he's done better. Absolutely, he's done better. But the beat knocks, and when he comes in, I'm just like, yeah, yeah this is... Fuck it. I don't know how many times I'll repeat this like with age and I'm not sure how many times I'll go back to it, uh, but this is just the best, and this is not a derogatory term, meat and potatoes fucking rap. I know what I'm getting. You're a lyricist. Yeah. You're bringing it's the a, lyrics. Yeah, it's a sick track. And plus it's, um, it's Wayne being, it's Lil Wayne being Wayne. It's it, like, it, it's it's peak Wayne. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it, the, the, the rhymes, uh, like, uh, they're, they're sick of the, 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 this is what my experience of Lil Wayne is that oh that's sick oh he's kind of veering off a little bit oh that's sick again you know like he kind of mm -hmm. a, it's like he like starts heavy, gets distracted while he's writing and then he's like comes back <laughs> uh, then he comes back to it then he thinks of a really good one and then he comes you know so it's kind of yeah that that that's it's not really disciplined killing it all the way through mm. like your fucking M&M's and your big puns and your mm. well Nas as well but it's it's um yeah, Lil Wayne. I just find I find that he kind of, you know, it's like it, I it, there's the the rhyme in here. He rhymes the word like too many times. Yeah, and maybe know, that's yeah. me being too too pernickety. It's like you've used like too many times there, mate. But I, I Come like, on, you're I being like lazy. How he ends it because you can forgive him when he says, "Hey, mom." Like he just says, "Hello, mom." Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, mom. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, surely yeah. you're famous enough not to have to say hey mom but it's funny to me and it's great absolutely uh the last one before i go to the chat then i had one more here um two more actually uh japanese soul bar what a great fucking title for a song uh, that is what a yeah, great title. and it does it does to japan as well so yeah it yeah be. i mean it does sound like i mean i can't completely vouch for this maybe i didn't go to bethany's soul bars while i was there but mm. uh it sounds like i should have because that's a fucking sick track and it sounds like what you imagine a japanese soul bar so that's what the Maybe that's the, that was the thing. Like, like Hit Boy made the beat, 
Nice, heard it. Oh, it yeah. sounds like a Japanese soul bar. Boom, that's your name. Yeah. Next, quick, let's get <laughs> yeah. this job done. Yeah. Like, no, maybe, uh, maybe. But it's a beat switch, bro. And I think it's the big one in the whole album. Yeah. And you know, we love beat switches on this on this podcast, but it's an inventive one. It is inventive. I think there's sample loops and beat switches can be a bit more like generically done or like a big handbrake turn. But the way this goes in, I love it. And he's spilling his fucking heart out on that track again. Yeah. And, and then um, it, for it to end with um, a sample of young, Nas then telling a story his first yeah. fucking interview perfect his first interview yeah really good really loved that but the other one I had was um, a grower this one's really grown on me and it was the song on the album where I was like ah here comes the trap here's the trap music uh, sitting with my thoughts because it feels like the 80s Miami Vice flavour right it definitely has a Miami Vice flavour and Nas is so measured and yeah. positive on it but he's a again, insight into his growth. Um, and he says some stuff where it really hit home for me, where he says, finally put myself first and put out steady work. Like he, this is the finally he's put himself first. He's putting out steady work yet. He still makes sure everyone still eats. That must be a hard balance to strike even at the age of 50. So big up Nas and give me some insight into your life. Um, we moan about rappers just rapping and not saying anything or like rapping about the same old Coke shit or whatever it is. Sitting with my thoughts for all the shit you might say, oh yeah, it's not Nas's most disciplined rhyming or whatever. I kind of love it for what it is. It's that insight. I'm getting some insight. I, I kind of know a bit more about you now. And after your 17th album to say that, that's a thing, man. That's a thing. I don't know any other genre where you can really say that. So yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if you have any other bits, but I like superhero state status, Loki, love that beat. Um, yeah, what other ones? Speechless 2. That's the one where he goes artificial intelligence. And he says, AI is only here to replicate and control. And I was like, not only here to replicate and control, is it? It's gonna hopefully solve a few problems as well. Hopefully, you know, diseases and that Nas. You should know King's disease. Do you know what I mean? Boom. There you go. Uh, but, Boom. He's got it. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Tusk is Tusk. Are we calling oh, it Tusk, Tusk or are we calling well. it TS, TSK? Tusk. I love yeah, that. It's track. got some amazing like musical build ups and breakdowns and stuff. Mm. And that was that one line uh, if it quacks, it's a duck. <laughs> Again, more wisdom. Yeah. More wisdom. Yeah. That flow is superb, bro, on that. Uh, yeah. Tisk is a great song as well. Changes and morphs that kind of track and uh, quite understated, actually, that, that song, I think. Uh, um, do you know what I love? My line on there. I'm like, Fury is taking his son to fish. What's the three rules? Break it down for me. And hey, think before you answer. I got it. Always look a person in the eye. Do that to respect you better. Two words, to never be afraid to ask you for anything. Stealing isn't necessary. And the last one I think was, to never respect anybody who doesn't respect you back. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Oh, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, when Furious took fucking his son to fish and ah, the boys, yeah, yeah, boys yeah. in the hood, fucking amazing. So um, his name was Furious. Still can't get over that. Great reference. But yeah, he's got good references. Um, and yeah, the other one, I suppose the last outro, which is that kind of weird. Um uh, this is the weird actually, I have got this down here, right? This is a really good idea he has, which is to place hip hop within a wider social context. So putting inviting a lot of comparisons to Malcolm X. What if Malcolm X was a rapper? What if this trying to put hip hop in that scope of look what what has come before it and what may come after it. This is a space we occupy. This is a one eight hundred Nas and hit. Um 
but it's all undone with his comparison of King's Disease and Magic to Star Wars. Absolutely there with you. And the fucking Fast and Furious franchise. Like, come on, Nas. Like, think about that line a little bit. Two things, vastly different. And you're trying to say, I delivered two things. Like, Star Wars, yeah, you've got Godfather. You've got, okay, maybe you can't do Terminator Trilogy. You've got Godfather, though. That's one to go to, can't you? You've got a few trilogies you can go to. Uh, Lord of the Rings, even. But no, he went to the Fast and Furious um, franchise. I, so, I, yeah, to be honest, I haven't I paid much attention to that track. What is that what he's... Oh, it's he's, a good track. What, it's a good track. But, what, but he, what, he's comparing his catalogue to. <laughs> I think it might be one of his. Of... It might be his open opening bar, mate. Is 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 he says that, and I'm like, that's not right. You can't put them two together, mate. Really can't. Especially if you talk about franchises, like an actual franchise. Like, come on, mate, can't do that. Uh, but yeah, so uh, there we go. There's Nas. We've talked a bit more about what we want next. I'm sure we'll get something from him soon. A concept album with a new producer would be my bag absolutely like i love his idea of nostalgia but i don't think he lands on contemporary like using words or whatever as well from that what the youngsters use and or ai and stuff like that but he's very good with memories and nostalgia i'm kind of here for a period piece from nas like a conceptual period piece uh, I don't know how that would work. He's the artist, obviously, but that's somewhat thing I'd be here for with, I can't even think of what producer it would be, but um, I don't think Hitboy would deliver this and he has. So there you go. Um, right. Let's have a quick look in the chat. Ray, do you mind reading it out whilst I have a bit of water? Cam's fucking endless chat. Yo, yo, yo. So yo, yo, yo to Oz. What's happening? He's Big in the house Oz. now. So uh, I feel like all of these six Hitboy records could have been condensed into one great album, but, you could say that about a lot of people's catalogs, couldn't you? Um, you could, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, Motion is up there with the, I hate to be a miserable shitbag. <laughs> Cheers, but I didn't really like Magic 2 that much. The beats were pretty glitzy. I kind of agree with that. I kind of agree with Ninja, Ninja's Rose there. Magic, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not coming back to it. Like you said, there's kind of a couple of trap trap yeah. beats on there as well. I thought well, Nas which, worked on though, personally. I thought Nas worked on I just don't consider it hip-hop. Trap beats. It's got fuck drums off though, right? Trap beats has got drums. I don't give a fuck. It's a, just a polish <laughs> hit boy. Uh, hit boys in the mud after being so highly regarded uh, for bringing bringing what he brought. Yeah, but it, the latest release is yeah. But um, you can see musical if, boom bap beats. If you're looking at a trilogy, it's quite a nice journey, right? Magic one, back in the day, golden era. Magic two, contemporary, and then Magic three, straight back in. I like the contrast. Because it, yeah, it works for me. But if you just wanted nostalgia all the way, uh, yeah, I suppose. Uh, what else we got here then? Let's have a look. Um, Ninjas Rose. I was seriously worried about Magic 3 dropping so soon after. This is what I mean. I, I am a bit like, why didn't they just wait a bit? I don't know why they dropped it so soon. No, um, I think it's because he turned 50 and he's like, I'm 50. Let's fucking yeah. get the 50-year-old references out. And it's and it's 50 it's just... um, years of hip-hop. Yes, I suppose. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> Then once I replayed it, once I played it, I instantly replayed all the way through again. Only maps and criminal discourse have made me do that this year. Wow. Okay, Ninjas Rose. Wow. Uh, Locked in Wayne has been moving in silence since Kevin Lasagna, <laughs> says Oz. Fair play, Kevin Lasagna. Uh, better Tisk Nars or Fleetwood Mac wow okay uh, I can't remember Fleetwood Mac's, Mac's tisk but maybe that's just me slot, uh, uh, not being very up to date on Fleetwood uh, there we go so let's do this then let's let's buzz this one out we don't want to do this one for too long but we do 
need to get to DJ Muggs coming back on the scene with Soul Assassins 3 Death Valley. Shrunk his ass quick. Uh. Never put out a bad batch of dope. Kick the door, niggas thought the latch was broke. Been had ratchets. Don't make me lift the mattress to get the pole and get the clapping. The clip to kicked off the back of the fishing boat. With the shipment, I did the most. I got hit with the load. Kevin Gates told you was shaking. I got two different phones. Keep that weightless. I need them bigger stones. We busting down the naked Jacob. Why flood the APF? It is gold. Saying it's still not. I ain't the way I'm built. My bitch sniffed the air off the bill. When breakers ain't ran on the silk. Might have to go sweat on the quilt. Bitch, we some slick. Players for real. Why spray wheels for just saying for the kill and wait for the drill out bakes fill. Now, I'm not sure where everyone else is with this. It is his fifth one of these, I think. Um, I think it's 92, like may even be when they were founded. So it's been a long time that they've been bringing this shit, right? But to see mugs come again, and it feels like a stuck record now. I've said this about mugs on this show. So many times, and Ray's pretty much been with me, so I'm afraid it might be the same kind of chat. But to then this time say, I've done everything I could possibly do in my career. I've done overground. I've done mainstream. I've sold millions. I've done underground. I've uh, done remixes. I've done all this shit, right? Now I'm going to do what the Soul Assassins tapes do really well. I'm going to showcase other artists of the genre and produce them and be like, right, this is what works for you. This is what works for you. This is what works for you. And it's now you can recognize, if you didn't recognize before this, that this is what Muggs is doing. He's bridged, he's bridged generations ever since he came out. Ever since 90s, he's, he's bridged these generations. But this just shows his just credits as a master producer and an underground hip-hop king. I don't think... That's overstating it because who hit the heights of the music business where you were like millions of people were listening to your beats. You could have gone down a whole other route. He could have, mate. He could have gone down a path of riches and mainstream success and possibly more money. But no, this guy is fucking hip hop, like to the bone marrow. This guy's hip hop. You may not agree with the artists he likes to feature and work with, but his love and passion and work ethic and kind of genius should be fucking held high and applauded by the masses because there's a guy here who can just still be like, Do you know what? I'm not going to fucking keep doing money shit. I love this shit. It's that Method Man with rhyming. He loves this shit. Bringing it full circle back to mugs is that and you know create a weight mm. bringing a bit of everything to please everyone um yeah mugs has as well so on this look let's just fucking get straight to it metropolis what? it's method man being fucking method man jesus christ first they said i was overrated illegal motion i had no motive or motivation so after the world this is fornication just keep that energy i'm a magic coordination you know I'm fire, have water waiting. Send your location, I find vagina, your water breaking. Like sliding into a situation, no lubrication. Plus I'm losing patience for penance. And I rebuke you, Satan. Lord have mercy, tell all the clergy. I'm low-key, I just hold the hammer cause y'all ain't worthy. Yeah, on some French Montana, ain't gotta worry. A lot of ballers that's in my city ain't got a jersey. You worms hurt me, just watch the birdie and call it early. And it's 30-30s, a little rusty, I call it dirty. And slick yeah, and rig, yes, mate. slick rigs on it as well. 
Yeah, but you forgot about Slick Rick by the time you just no, back, you're, you're rewinding it to Method Man. Man. They're both amazing. No. I love both of them. We no, talked about Metropolis. They're not anywhere the near year. in the same level. Method Man is no. head and shoulders above fucking everyone else on there, apart from maybe Sicilian Gold, where he, like Mugs, like you said, he's made a beat. He's made a beat for fucking Ghostface Killer on there. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not really bothered about West Side Gun on it, to be honest. But that's that is a Ghostface Killer beat. That's it's what I mean. Just, just, this is what I mean. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but but then I, to be honest, there's a lot. Of, hmm, how do you be more positive in your old age? A lot of these tunes aren't for me. But this is what I mean. I suppose this is the artist. He's like featuring. I'm not feeling a lot of it. So Soul Assassins one, Soul Assassins two. Those are our era, right? So you've got your our MCs, our era MCs on mugs at that time this is mugs now kind of bridging that gap where he's like yes i want cube yes i want be real yes we're going to talk about fucking scarface and CeeLo on this as well but he goes to those people but he then brings he's laced some of the brightest futures of rap in underground that we've seen and he's worked with fucking everyone when i'm looking at it mf doom alchemist griselda billy woods let us not forget fucking the mayhem loren Madlib and DJ Muggs fucking project this year. What a ridiculous supergroup that is. Champagne Breakfast came out this year as well. So he's constantly on it. And um, I was trying to, I was looking at like um, how you could talk about his uh, voice, I suppose, or like where he is now. And I was at Big Up Pete Tossiello. He has contributed a few things to this podcast, our three album run series. And he wrote, and I thought it was brilliant. Doom's trademark is a deadened gloom. <laughs> evoking the listlessness that ensues once the antipsychotics kick in. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could absolutely, when I hear these songs, yeah, that uh, listlessness that he puts is is so, uh, there's a lot of sparsity to a lot of the beats on here. Um, I think what he's done of using different sounds and techniques, the different techniques he uses and showcasing it through decision making and not just this craft like what you said earlier this track here is for you this is a cube and be real track this is a CeeLo track and i love that how he's gone about it and you've got all these arrows to your bow and i think if you're especially if you're a youngster and you love tf or or um some of the younger people on this uh even i suppose like you know who's the other guy that's on here uh, rome streets is huge so like rome streets if you like that person you're not really sure on what bugs has done you know this album's brilliant for a kid especially with spotify being so adept at this thing oh i like that um song on this kind of compilation album um I wonder where Muggs has done more of that kind of thing. And now you can just go down that rabbit hole within two, three clicks and be like songs like this. Do you know what I mean? And mm. what I love about Muggs, he fully explores each one of these rabbit holes in his career. If you want to go there, you can. But now he's bought this, which is like a highlight reel. And we talked about Metropolis last year, kid. And it was one of my songs of the year. He bought that a year ago. And when I hear that now, still I'm like, holy fucking shit, what a song. I love the, that song because you've got meth, uh, fucking mm. gargantuan presence. And I love that Slick Rick after all this fucking time. Like I'm here for a Slick Rick album. I said this a few years ago. I'm still here for it. It feels like he's making some right choices. Like, yes, Bugs. Yes, fucking... Well, I think he's even done stuff with Gazelda. So who knows what he'd do? Who knows what a noose? Who from the 80s is doing this shit? Really? We've talked about 90s, but which rapper from the 80s 
LL ain't doing this shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to think of other people. Mm. Just there aren't any. Like, Parrish ain't from EPMD ain't doing this shit. Do you know what I mean? So, Cube, he's from the 80s, I suppose, but he's not doing this shit either. So, yeah. Well, no. he's on this album as well. Cube yeah. Is, isn't he? I wonder how old this verse is, because I wonder if Cube would have any new music coming. I just feel like he, he's gone past music. He doesn't really need to bring it. He's yeah, like you say, this album it represents, it's, it's like it's been tracks that have been released over a long period of time but mm. but also like so th- that track with with cube on it dump on him it's every since he dumped on him homie came back to haunt him every since he shot him every day is autumn every day is fall can't sleep at all about to climb the walls gotta walk the halls nigga broke the claws universal laws now we in them jaws of them dirty dogs got him dumping trash gotta dump a stash Bullshit lawyer, got him dumping cash. He ain't Johnny Cash, he drove a Pontiac. Shouldn't have mixed the cocaine in the Cognac. He was a maniac in that dump truck. And when the popos caught him, now he lumped up. Nigga slumped up. Got I feel like it's got the same, if not the same bass line, the same it bass instrument hmm. as um, I Ain't Going Out Like That. Uh, so it's, it's interesting that he's got some references, some callbacks to... Um, you know, instruments that he's used in in his uh, mm. early, early, early work, and um, like if you listen to Dump on Him, you you could you can hear it. You can almost hear it being um, ain't going up that that mm. ain't going up that, that it's that kind of um, it's that it's that baseline. And and actually across the album, there's a couple of times where he's, he's used instrument instruments or it, mm. or let's say samples from um, uh, his earlier work as well. So yeah, mm. so I like that, but. Um, and you know it's a compilation album. The point of it is to, like you, like you said, to bring in um, a, a bit of everyone. And mm. but it kind of adheres to like one idea. Like it, it does bring lots of different varied sounds, but it feels like still a soul assassins project. It does feel like that. It never veers mm. off course. Like the weirdest, the part where it could have veered off course. I thought, but I fucking adore this song. Is Joker's Wild with CeeLo Green. Hey Holmes, you know what my name is Heart only, eyes and heinous Defendant versus plaintiff But that ain't why I'm famous Lyrics about life and death Spoken in sign language The shoe is inside of you And I'm doing time to change it But with the cane I'm able Put food on the table Check it out Holmes, I'm Cholo Pass way above my navel Got product in my pockets Dolos in the garages Then Pac-Man and Hodges Broke me up on all the charges And of course you wish you could climb the wall Watch her behind the wall I'm a pen pal I write lines with no life the call. Short, stocky, and cocky, my body was designed to roll. Just thinking out loud is a threat without even trying at all. Five, six, three hundred and fifty. Right, I think it might be one of my songs of the year now. He has reminded me, one thing he has done with this album, actually thinking about it, he has reminded me, if I was ever to forget, of the greatness of the rap that I grew up with that is not disappearing and it's not actually that diminished. If you look at CeeLo on this, right, when CeeLo comes, I don't think about CeeLo nowadays. I'll be honest. I don't, I don't, I think he's not the artist he used to be with Goody Mob. And I don't know if he's really ever going to be that again. But this, where he's playing a cholo, like he's playing, like he's playing a character and the way his voice has changed and the way he's using the slang. And I dug into it and I was wondering like, how did this song even come about? Like, did CeeLo present this? And there is a story to it. Just, just interrupt one sec because Ninja's Rose is about to leave and he agrees with you. So he's just saying, mm. uh, he better say before he's shooting, um, that CeeLo joint, Joker's World and Soul Assassin's Free was fucking hard. So um, yes. yeah, he's, he's oh. in, he's on board. He's on Ninja's board. Rose, big, big up, up before you leave. 
Big up, yeah. Thank yeah. you for joining in at four or five in the morning. Bless you, mate. Yeah. Oh, no, he's got to get up at four in the morning. Oh, sorry, said. sorry. Okay, yeah. That's well, even then, it's still bless you, mate. Get some sleep. Think of CeeLo. But um, yeah, so on that, on that, I found out that um, so CeeLo saw this beat or heard this beat, well, or saw uh, on uh, Muggs's IG story. So Muggs must have dropped this beat on Instagram at some point. Um, and see, I was like, bang, messaged him straight away saying, I need that beat. I need that fucking beat. I think it was on Soren Baker's show, actually. Bugs was on there. And uh, and he was like, I want to do it from the perspective of a cho- of the cholo. And I want to come in that way. And I can just imagine that fucking idea sparking. And they're old like artists and they still have that vibrant juice to be like, I want to do this shit. Um, but what's he say here was short, stocky and cocky. My body was designed to brawl. Just thinking out loud, it's a threat without trying at all. That is some cold shit. Like, fair play to CeeLo. If we're going on from that, though, talking about greatness, right? I can't remember the last time I heard Scarface, like, on a new song. So, Street Made featuring Scarface, right? Incredible. I'm with the streets made, street raised. Represented for the homies on lock a six feet grave. And these days it's a must you stay solid. The rules you should follow is either you get swallowed, homie. Now stand up, put your motherfucking hands up. This ain't no jack move, nigga. Pull your pants up and man up. You out here looking like a dancer. Jojo shooting at children and that's a no-no. You up the fofo, you better be ready for what's behind it. These niggas ain't playing, they come to find him. Now let the street lights blind him. Staring at his eyes wide shut the way they did it was fucked up. But that's how it goes. One minute you ten toes and the next you hear a pop and you bleeding and now cold. These youngsters amongst us. It's incredible. That song, right? How vast and huge and cavernous does Scarface sound, mate? I was like, has he put something on his voice? Like, his voice is booming through. Like, I need as soon as I heard it it was like a drug I was like I now need an EP or four tracks whatever of Mugs and Scarface that is a must that's yeah. right near the top of my list because it's too incredible that's, that's a beat as well and that beat is sick bro the incredible rap words colliding and this supernova cut comes through right it is a weird beat it is layered. It's really layered if you listen to it over and over. It's atmosphere personified. And I was like, fuck me. Is this what happens? In, is this the sound of like Muggs' thoughts? Because if it is, <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, but it breaks. It breaks. And it, 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 he has this moment where it's really weird and like, oh my God. Like, I don't know if it's ominous, but it's just epic. But then it breaks. It's like the crowds break. It, clouds kind of breaking and let the sun through. And it's a really ethereal quality. And then Gibbs comes in. It's just really well thought out. And I, and I love Street Made. I absolutely love Street Made. And the other one I've got is We Ain't Playing. We Ain't Playing. It's like bubbles. It's like bubbly hip hop, right? Back to back, BMW's 22 like it's me and those. I hit the 405's exit, Latiero was brackable. I hit the 105 exit, Metro, you know I'm from the two. Got Molly in the passenger sliding, don't make that nigga shoot. Pass the little bitch to my YG, I bet he tootin' boot. I hit the Riviera with Larry, I'm in the cactus suit. Looking like a nigga, stuff cavy straight out of 92. I don't listen to no rap, that's it from 92. Punks and cute, tear this mother up, watch me act a fool. Westside bonding, hitting licks out of Bentley. Everybody thinking like Biggie, huh? Give me the loot. It's again, it's the same thing. Who needs to be on this song? Oh, Devin the Dude. Of course. And it works perfectly where you're like, yeah, of course, Devin the Dude should be on this and do the hook. 
and it just works really nicely. So again, another one, you know me, kid, and you know I love Rock Marcy. So when I hear Rock Marcy on 67 Keys with Mayhem Loren, one of my favorite MCs, and Rome Street, like that track listing, that can only let me down. But the keys, the fucking keys, where has he found this sample, man? That is just, does what it says on the tin. It is just Coke brag rap. Like you're not getting anything new. It's just like, it's like what Rock's been doing on Reloaded, but now. This song could have dropped back in 2012, but it still sounds heavy now. Uh, and, and this is the second Scrotum reference of the episode. Uh, it's when Mayhem says, he's got his wicked rhyming and he says something about something Rabai or whatever. And then he goes, and then I'm out in, I'm out and getting my scrotum licked in Dubai. It's like I write rhymes with coat lines, work fronting like neutral niggas who throw signs. No blinds, examine my flesh and my opulence. Pray to duck secret indictments with different documents. Incriminating me for shit I did in the past. Although I'm chilling in the present, I was getting it fast. You think these diamonds just fell out of the sky? Sometimes I wake up with my scrotum getting licked in Dubai. Doggy, I'm fly, And that's just too much information, isn't it? Like, it's just too much information there, bro. That you're getting your dick, your, your, not even your dick sucks, your scrotum licked in Dubai, uh, which is a nice place to go as well. So, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, there's, absolutely. There, there's, there's loads of prostitutes in Dubai. Did you know? <laughs> I've never been. I've never been. So, it makes I mean, sense. not not like, you know, in you know, in secret, blah, blah, blah. they're just in just in bars, just walking around. You're like, oh wow, look, there's loads of girls. Here. Oh, oh, okay. There but there's lots of money there as okay. well, so I suppose that's what would happen. I don't know. Is that me being reductive? I don't yeah, know. but there's money. There's loads of places where there's money. Oh, look, you know, who, who knows? Who knows? Well, there um, we know. So people go to Dubai. Mayhem Lorenz warned you, not warned you, well, you know, kind of informed you. You could be going to Dubai for that. Either way, we're going to have some rabbit holes here, aren't we? Ray? Let's go back. Let's just quickly. He's not, he's not warned you. Ray warned you. I just warned you. Ray warned, Ray you, now. Warned, Ray warned you. you. Mayhem. Credit where it's due. Yeah, Jesus. yeah, no. Ray warned you. He did. He did. I mean, it's Dubai, so it's probably not, it's, I mean, it's probably not cheap, is it? I wouldn't it, have thought so. Are they? Oh, look, they're, look, they're women with agency. Yeah. Uh, look. Yeah. Okay. Come on, let's not. I thought you meant sex. Sex isn't cheap. I think that's what you meant. Sex is not going to be cheap. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's women. yeah, but who yeah. knows what the, I mean, what, what is, what's, is it something you can talk about value for money? I don't know. It's, it's tough. It's tough because like, it's, you're talking about, it's, yeah. Is it a, it's not a commodity. Is it, you know, they're, they're, we're talking about people here. Yeah. I it's don't people. Know, mate. I don't, this is, Feels like it's above my pay grade. This chat <laughs> feels like. Are feels you, like are you, how do you how do you feel about prostitution in the modern world? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Uh, you know, fair play to them. Get the bag. Do what you got to do. As long as it's not forced. As long as it's not forced. I think we're all yeah, right. Yeah, no, it's got to yeah. be. Uh, you know, an, um, an agency, as you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got. They got to have agents. Got to be. You got to have free will. Free mm. will to make the decision to do that. And well, it's about female empowerment isn't it yeah do you know what actually there should be there should on this album that's what sort of, that, that perspective oh, see, is, he always that brings it back to the album no, brings saying, it back that perspective to would be nice there isn't really any female voices and I'm like some of these could have had some really good like perspectives and maybe that's the perspective maybe that's the perspective like of someone who's doing it saying I'm getting the back either way I'm sure those tracks are out there but what we do get and we are talking about like prostitution and pimps Segway. Check-in, the OG version. I don't even know where there's another version, but the song Check-in OG version, 
My Good Lord. That is the most pimpalicious music I've heard in months. It's so pimped out, right? It's got this organ that hits really hard. Jay Worthy works on this beat so well, and it's got a real drop to this song, and I've just grown to really adore that beat. I didn't think I would before, but now I'm listening back to it. There's two, actually, kid. There's two beats on this album that I've gone back to. Check-in is one, and you know the other one that might have gone top of my list now, uh, especially after this last few 48 hours? Burn the playbook, kid. Never done though, if I'm a run, I'm a never run slow. Treble down in the bass up, I let the record rumble. Kindness for weakness, I've been extra fucking humble. I'm a man of many moments. A lot of shit I do, I don't condone it. Fuck opponents. If it's beef, it's gonna be with donors. If you ain't seen me for a minute, I've been recomposing. Uh. Back to recap the benefits of being chosen. Accountable for what I say now. I'm stubborn, even if there's fire, I don't stay down. Cut the vocal, then I ride it through the greyhound. I'm a master mixer, surfers up and waves round. Doing good when they were up. Burn the playbook, right? With evidence. Evidence is evidence. Evidence is excellent. He comes out, he's excellent on this, right? And this is fast becoming one of my favorite beats. What well, songs? Because the beat. Jesus Christ, like you are incredible, Muggs. What are you doing on this? Like, it's too reductive to call it hypnotic because it's hypnotic but weird. And there's weird moments in this whole album. Like, I think it's even on um, Skeleton Bones and Shell Casings. I started to call them queasy beats. Like, they're beats that are, the wheels are just about to come off this music. Like the beat could derail at any point that skeleton bones shell cases are both like that. And Rome streets and TF on them, but Muggs is pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and just finding the craft and sampling right to go. No, but it sounds queasy. It sounds off like tone. It's, it's, it's like someone, it's like hearing your voice break when you're 14 in front of everyone in class. I don't know if that only happened to me, but I that is a core memory for me where I was like, I, uh, I was, oh shit, is that what's just come out of my mouth? And I had no control over it. And it was the weirdest moment. And it feels like this is what these beats remind me of because they're so weirdly queasy and kind of just weird. So yeah, th those beats are amazing. Um, by the way, there's some, there's some bars. I've got to just, this is my last bit. The bars from TF on shell casings. Let's keep this shit like Siamese twins on both R's dipped out with Chinese twins. He think he bulletproof. Try these then. Brrr, bleed out these boots. Tie-dye Tims. Let's keep this shit player like Siamese twins on both arms. Dipped out with Chinese twins. He think he bulletproof. Try these then. Bled out on his boots. Tie-dye Tims. Side-dye and I was like, bleed. He bled out his boots, tie-dye Tims. And it's the way he kind of just, it's so measured by the Siamese twins. And I've got Chinese twins. He thinks it's bulletproof. Try these then. And it's just, obviously he makes it rhyme. But fucking hell, I was like, yeah, that's the coldest fucking shit on this. And there's some cold shit on this album, but TF. Fair play. And anyone check out his Kansas album that came out with Rock Marcy last year. It's fucking wicked. Um, so yeah, no, that's my mugs review, man. It, you said Ghost earlier. I forgot to mention, but I thought it was great. The Elron Hubbard of rap. So I don't know what you think of that, but never change Ghost. The Elron Hubbard of rap. Yeah. There, there he is. Yeah. There he is. And 
I, we should just clear up before because it, it, maybe it was wrong to assume that Mayhem Loren was paying for it. I don't. Uh, that's not, <laughs> yeah. I just want to say that you know maybe he wasn't. Maybe he, he, he probably gets. He probably gets it as, he when he wants. I mean, who knows? He probably doesn't need to. So. It's, it's mayhem. No, I, d- I doubt. I doubt yeah. It. yeah, he's he's out here lovely. He's got a swordfish in the back of the car. That uh, that bar he dropped on the last two points. There. I love mayhem. I just love him. So uh, people in the chat, I don't know uh, what you're saying, but Ray, is there anything to wrap up with, or or anyone? How, how are we looking? Uh, we've established that we'll be um, sorting out crate eight or nine, and just not not inviting you. Basically, that I look was, forward. I covered. look forward to those episodes. Uh, 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 so, Jack P, thinking that there's some great tracks on the record, but you can't put his finger on it. It's almost like it feels a bit lazy. But maybe that's kind of what you were trying to articulate with, you know, the uh, the queasy beats. You know, that mm. it's kind of maybe maybe that's trying to articulate it that way. Mm. Um, and just Rose, we already said that genuine question. Genuine question: Why is there no Matt Comey on the record? What do you reckon? Um. Do Mac and Muggs get down like that? I don't know. I, I can't imagine Mac's that easy to get hold of when he's not in album mode. So he hasn't dropped since anything since he did with God Fahim. So, I mean, I'd have fucking adored that. You know where I'm at with that. But um, yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know where the links are. I don't know. You know, he would have been the one to get on though. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, good question. Yeah, good and question. I, was just, I was just pointing out that someone uh, rhymes twins twice and he is right. I don't like that. <laughs> Although twins twice, twice, you know, that's uh, d- twins twice kind of works, right? Doesn't it? Because it's twins. Is Ito on the record? Eto, oh, Ito. 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 Oh, yeah. No, I don't think he is. That's a good shout. He he seems like he should be. Yeah, no, I don't know where he is either. Yeah, I know we're all picking holes at it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I, didn't really sp- I didn't really see any of this. Like, where's he? Where's he? I loved it. Uh, but maybe I'm in the minority. But Muggs, big yourself up for bringing it again. Uh, I don't want big yourself up. I forgot to say, do this at the top. New patrons. Big up Adrian, big up Rhythmic Reason, and big up Sharif Ibrahim. Thank you for supporting the show. People out there, crate808.com slash, not crate808.com, is it? Well, you can go to crate808.com if you want. It's patreon.com slash crate808. We've just wrapped up our Raekwon series. That's like eight, more than eight. That's probably about 15, 16, 17 hours worth of Raekwon chat, including his top 10 songs, which is a three-hour chat on its own, with the Woo Avengers, just some amazing voices who know their Woo. Uh, people who like that, Ghostface, we're doing a Woo, obviously, series. We've got a Doom. We've now actually branched out. We're doing a Rock Marcy episodes. We're doing Alchemist episodes. We're doing Mac Homie episodes. We are branching out Billy Wood's car, all this shit. So yeah, please go help support the show. And if you know what, if you're broke and you can't do it, if we could be cheeky a little bit and say, you know what, do you mind giving us a five-star rating and commenting on YouTube and just liking all this shit? Because it really does help us grow. Just every subscriber we get and all the likes and all the reviews really do help. So people out there, please do spread the word. Ray, last great thing you heard, my man. What is it? Uh, and, and and yeah, drop it like it's hot. Have you heard the Dust to Dust 2 by Mavin Cotola? It's a new album out this year. Dust to Dust 2. Um, to be yeah, honest, yeah. so the plays on Spotify I'm looking at now mm. are in the uh, thousands, not tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. They're only in thousands. Some of them so don't have any okay. register of how many. There's one track. The whole album is ridiculous. The beats are fucking incredible across the whole thing. And, you know, they kill it in the with the rhymes as well. I haven't heard of Mav or Katola before. Mm. So, um yeah, big up to both of them. But Boom. there's a track called Change Your Life. And that is the is the one it's the most incredible beat I've heard this year. 
It's you want. I think who did it? Who, who, who it's who something it? you uh, I ain't done the research. Mav or Katola, probably. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, <laughs> but, so it's from them. Okay, yeah, sorry. So the album is called Dust to Dust, Dust to Dust 2. Mm. So maybe their first album was called Dust to Dust. Anyway, you, you Dust to so, Dust yeah. 2. <laughs> but it's Dust 2, number 2, mm. Dust 2, right. number 2. Yeah. But anyway, it's just you got to listen to the track Change Your Life. Dick. Sound about right. You know I could change your life, right? <laughs> I could do or say something. It's just that easy. She said a nigga ain't real if he ain't fly around or buy her a bag so he can never try around. You live with your mama, that's nothing that you should smile about. With three kids, I'm just trying to get inside your mouth. Glass slippers, that carriage flip after midnight. Put your wig on a mannequin, chips and a couple sandwiches. <laughs> Pandering, you said a course meandering. Every nigga is toxic. Bad bitches is damaged. See for the right price, fuck the first. Because it probably will. Wow. It's, uh, okay. It is the beat is from the moment it kicks off. You're like, oh shit, I ain't heard. Sorry, I'm listening to it now. You got yeah, change your life by uh, Mavic Catola and just check out the rest of the album. It's okay. fucking ridiculous. Okay. Wicked. Uh, my last great piece of music I heard last uh, was Guapanese by Mick Jenkins, who's just dropped Patience, or The Patience, sorry. Uh, and it's, uh, what an album. I love that album. And Guapanese is just Mick doing Mick, and it just sounds alive, man. He sounds like he's on it. They say money talks. <laughs> These niggas let they money talk. Matter of fact, think I ever heard him speak, he got a funny walk. They say money talk. Hey, all these niggas ever really talk about his money. I think all these niggas got to talk about his money. His man's locked up, he can't bond him out, it's funny. God forbid they chalk him out and find out it's no money. So yeah, big up yourselves. Thank you everyone for jumping on the live chat. Big yourselves up. Uh, what I was just referring to were Siamese twins and Chinese twins. It's twin twins, twin twins. Oh, yes, yeah, so, yeah, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yes, not yes, yes. Not, not acceptable, not acceptable. I Veto, enjoy that. Veto. I, but it's yeah, the way no, no, you deliver Done. Out, out. <laughs> and then uh, Jap, he's just been going to shout for the new Sankofa Black Ketchup Free. Oh, yeah, uh, new one, new one's which, come out. Yeah, yeah, I've not heard it yet. It is, it is. Yeah, another one. It's okay, ridiculous. So, yeah, one. anyway. Big yourselves up. That's, that's it. Are we, are we saying bye? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Big yourselves up, yeah. Yeah, yeah big yourselves up, peace. Peace, peace. <laughs>